check this out. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. First off, if you'd like to make a charitable donation to support Meticulous Vodges podcast to help it grow, you could you could give any amount will be appreciated. It's not about breaking the bank. It's about doing your best. So that's Cash Apps, um, Dollar Sign, G Money Stacks, 555. And like I said before, it's not about breaking the bank to make me happy. It's it's based on what you can afford. Now, when you're on Instagram, you type in the search engine, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. When you, when you see the profile picture saying Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, click on it, and it's going to take you to the show's page where it has the link in the bio where it says Linktree slash Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. And it's going to lead you to streaming choices after you click on it. And the list goes like this. We are on Anchor, Audible, Amazon Music, Breaker, Deezer, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podfriend, Podcast Addict, Podchaser. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating in Podchaser and Podfriend for reviews. Tell us what you think about the episodes, what we should do better as far as what topics to talk about in the future. We are also on Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Don't forget to listen to Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, I need you to tell your friends to go grab the subscribe button, enable alerts on when the show goes on the air live via live stream, more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes, like, comment on the episodes with the topics, share the the videos, tell a friend to tell a friend, rate, download your favorite episodes, and please share the podcast, including the audio streaming platforms with your friends. I'm G Many Stacks. Thank you for listening. Peace out. One love.
Yo, good evening, everyone in the USA, all over the world, Canada, Long Island, aka Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greginator, YouTuber, host with the most, and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now rocking with the review show of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, the raw review show about the bodies of work of music artists in terms of their albums, the singles, the EPs, the 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 the, the mixtapes, um, of course, music videos, of course. Um, you also have the movies, the TV shows. You also have the. Uh, of course, I added games to it, video games, the different types of games, of course, actually. So um, so there you have it right there. That's your little premise on the show. And we have a great one today in this episode. Um, we don't have any music artists to actually go over this time. So we have, you know, we have... Um, we have two TV shows and two movies to actually go over today. But first and foremost, um, if you are new to the channel in the YouTube universe and a new listener and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. I got your back. Um, make sure you go grab the subscribe button. Enable alerts with the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air via live stream um make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the episodes and the topics that's been discussed stay tuned for more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes that was already recorded will automatically be um uploaded and posted to the youtube um um channel meticulous vibe juice podcast page make sure you Download your favorite episodes, tell a friend to another friend, share the videos, share the episodes, and I will talk about the audio streaming platforms or where you can listen to the episodes at the end of the show. So listen, um, as you may know, I just finished recording the 100th episode of my other show, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. This was a Christmas special episode something that i always wanted to do actually man and even though my um a friend of mine couldn't make it i just went through it though man you know what i'm saying and you know you know shit happens you know what i'm saying um and yeah as for my mental health check-in um actually this is about um your well-being this is about um what you're going through on the inside not what's on the outside and shit. So, you know what I mean? Um, as for me, today started a little crazy with my annoying mother, of course, with all this crazy petty shit. But I managed to turn things around with trying to cheer myself up because Christmas Eve and the weekend is, to, is tomorrow. So... I'm going to record episode 39 tomorrow instead of today because I have to get ready to set up some clothes for work. Um, 
and and you know and of course i'll probably be able to um be able to rest for a whole week and a quick reminder um meticulous vod juice podcast um the last episode of 2021 is going to be episode 39 which is the christmas one it will be the last episode of 2021 because of christmas and because of um the new year's um it will be back on january 4th which is my birthday it'll be back january 4th which is a tuesday 6 p.m and of course you know mondays tuesdays and are at 6 p.m. and Thursdays at 9 p.m., all right? So that's just a little quick reminder so you guys don't really forget. And also, if you're following, if you're following me along with the Instagram handles of my, my primary handle, GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, alongside with um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, and Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. Make sure you turn on your notifications, man, so you can be able to know when I'm going on the air and doing a live stream, man, because you never know when I'm going to be doing it. on. I'm, I'm doing it on different pages, actually, man. Um, these are show pages I'm actually doing, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it for my personal um, primary account. Um, you, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Just um, just a quick reminder. And, you know what I'm saying? Um, as for, yeah, and physically, physically and spiritually, I am doing all right. It can be a little challenging at first. But I am able to wing it, though, man, with my confidence, the strength and the energy and the uh, and, and, you know, the try to try to be around as much positive people as much as I can. But it's not easy. But, hey, I'm only one man that's doing the best as he can while he has one mic right here, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> as the song by Nas goes, man, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, man, we got a great show for you today. We got um some TV shows to go over. We are going to actually um you know start off with um we're gonna start off with um with this segment right here, which is called the Chillax Man Cave Popcorn Lounge. And you know what it is. This is basically about the uh this is basically about the the um the tv shows and the in the movies and stuff like that that we're gonna go over um so you can get an idea of what i'm gonna be talking about and stuff like that so here we go um right now we have we have one of my favorite tv shows of all time which is the fresh prince of bel-air so the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is an American sitcom television series created by Andy and Susan Barowitz, inspired by the, t- the life of Will Smith. It originally aired on NBC from September 10th to 1990 to May 20th, 1996. The series stars Will Smith as Will, a street smart teenager born and raised in West Philadelphia who is sent to move in with his wealthy uncle and aunt in their Bel- 
Bel Air Mansion after getting bullied at the local playground in his neighborhood. However, his lifestyle often clashes with that of his upper class relatives. Of course, obviously, um, obviously Will Smith, the late um great James Avery, Janet Hubert Witten, and of course um Alfonso Ribeiro, who is also on um what is it? Um America's Funniest Home Videos um took over for Bob Saget. Uh Karen Parsons, Tatiana Ali, Joseph Marcel, and of course Daphne Maxwell Reed, who also took over for Janet, and Ross Bagley, of course. Um and uh let's see. Of course, known as Smith Star Vehicle into television and later later his film career. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a top hit for NBC, running for 148 episodes over six seasons. A reunion special, Retrospective, reuniting the original cast, debuted on HBO Max in November 2020. A more dramatic reboot based on the fan film Bel Air is in active development with a two-season order for Peacock. I'm going to go over that in a couple of minutes. So there you go. Um, The uh, syndication, the series was produced by NBC Productions in association with Stuff Dog Company and Quincy Jones Entertainment. Later, Quincy Jones David Salzman Entertainment in 1993 after the show was released to syndication in 1994, the series was distributed by Warner Brothers Television Distribution, which continues to distribute the show worldwide with NBC Universal owning the series copyright. Um, currently, reruns of the series are still aired around the world on Viacom, CBS, Domestic Media Networks, MTV2, BET, and VH1. Having previously been aired on its MTV, Nick and Night, Nick, um, excuse me, Teen Nick, CMT, and Centric Channels. Other other past carriers include WGN, America, TBS, Walt Disney Televisions, Disney XD, ABC Family, and Viacom CBS, Domestic Media Networks, Paramount um, Network. Um, so the series attained huge popularity in the United Kingdom, where it aired on BB on BBC Two between 1991 and 1996, with reruns airing on the network between 1996 and 2004, and was shown alongside The Simpsons, and was later repeated on Trouble Bravo, Channel One, Living Sky, Living Loves. Viva, MTV, Nickelodeon, Comedy Central, Comedy Central Extra, and Five Star. In the United Kingdom, all seasons became available on BBC iPlayer from January from January first, twenty twenty one, and also currently airs on Sky Comedy and Sky Showcase. It also aired on CBC in Canada. The series became available to stream on HBO Max on May 27, 2020. It streams in Canada on Crave. Now we go to the awards and nominations. Okay, so 
ASCAP um, Film Intelligent Music Awards. Top TV, Quincy Jones, Will Smith, DJ Jazzy Jeff um, won that one. Um, Emmy Awards, Outstanding Individual Achievement in Lighting Direction for a Comedy Series. Art Bush, Gordon Globe Awards, Best Performance by an Actor in a TV Series, Comedy, Whimsic, Musical, um, Will Smith. Best performance by an actor in a TV series comedy, Will Smith. Um, NAACP Image Awards, Outstanding Comedy Series nominated. Every, yeah, yeah, all four got nominated. So the NAACP Image Awards, um, Outstanding Supporting Actor in the Comedy Series, um, Alfonso Rivero won that one. Outstanding lead actor in the comedy series nominated is Will Smith. Outstanding youth actor, actress won Tatiana M. Ali. Um, she won that one. Outstanding supporting actress in the comedy series, um, Janet Hewitt Witten. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series, Nia Long. Um, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series, um, nominated Daphne Maxwell Reed. Uh, favorite television actor, favorite television show, um, favorite TV actress nominated, which is Tatiana Ali, Will Smith, outstanding television series actor in a crossover role, Alfonso Rivero, foreign, best foreign series, um, um, all got nominations. Best Foreign Series um, won Teen Choice Awards, um, Throwback, um, all got nominated in 2017, 2018, 2019. Best Broadcast Butler, um, um, Joseph Marcel, Favorite Fish Out of Water, nominated um, Will Smith. Uh, best performance by an actor under 10 television. Best performance by an actor under 10 in a TV series. Um, Ross Bagley. Uh, best youth um, comedian. Best young um, actor guest starring in a television series. Best young actor guest starring or recurring role in a t TV series, which is... Um, which is Tatiana Ali, Lawrence Tate, and Tevin Campbell. Oh, wow. I didn't know Tevin Campbell was an actor. Wow. So, best new family television comedy series. Uh, um, one. Uh, young Star Award. Best performance by a young actress in a comedy TV series. Of course, Tatiana Ali won that one as well. And of course, there is a planned reboot, which I was going to go over. Um, actually, yeah, the planned reboot I was going to actually go over and stuff. So let me just um get to the uh, thing. Um, yeah. So 
A reunion of the surviving original cast of Freshman's Reunion aired on HBO Max in November 2020, among other reminiscences. Janet Hubert appeared, also appearing around this time in a joint radio interview with Smith, where the two reconciled. More information and context were offered, offered regarding the situation between Smith and Hubert and her exit when the two met for their conversation. Hubert discussed the turmoil in her personal life, her abusive marriage, and that she had not only been fired by the show. She was offered what she described as a bad deal to return for the fourth season, and she turned it down. Smith talked about how grappling with his rapidly increasing fame at such a young age led him to make decisions during that time that he now regrets and wishes he had made differently differently the reunion also features a tribute to james to the late great james avery who died in 2013 that was shown to the surviving cast the tribute brought the entire cast to tears um like i said i'm going to go over um the the other thing so this is basically hold on a minute here man so bel air is a 2019 short fan film written and directed by morgan cooper based on the 1990s sitcom the fresh prince of bel-air the film serves as a mock trailer for a darker more dramatic reimagining of the sitcom in the style of ryan coogler films it was uploaded on youtube on march 10th 2019 and of course, this is um this is starring Jerry Madison, Sherry Roulette Mosley, Granville, <laughs> Granville O'Neill, um, Kira Ashby, Jelani Taleb, Rufus Burns, <laughs> Sada K, Crystal Coppage, and Jada Page. Um in August 2020, it was announced that it was being developed into a full television show with Cooper and original series star Will Smith as executive producers. The series had reportedly been in the works for over a year since Cooper posted his Bel Air trailer on YouTube with Netflix, NBC's Peacock, and HBO Max, all before the series. Um, on September 8th, 2020, it was picked up by Peacock, who gave Bel Air a season two order. Um, the reception on Will Smith, who played the main character of the original sitcom, heavily praised the fan film, commenting that Morgan did a ridiculous trailer for Bel Air. Brilliant idea, the the dramatic version of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air for the next generation. He also hinted at options of expanding the idea beyond the short film. Um, okay, so... We got another TV show to actually go over, which is another favorite, which is um the Big Leap. Um, so there's the Big Leap. The Big Leap is an American musical comedy drama television series created by Liz um Heldens, based on the British reality TV reality miniseries big ballet it premiered on fox on september 20th 2021 as a fall entry during the 2021 to 2022 television season 
And this is basically starring Scott Foley, Simone Reed Kastner, um, Sir Darius Blaine, John Ranitsky, uh, Raymond Cham Jr., Malloy Jansen, Kevin Daniels, Anna Grace Bilal, Adam Kaplan, Piper Parrott-Bow, and Terry Polo. <laughs> Not to be confused with fucking um the clothing line, folks. <laughs> oh man. Um okay, so we're gonna go to um so obviously it's premiered on Fox on September 20, 2021. International in Canada, the series is set to air on CTV. The series premiered on Disney Plus via the stream streaming hub star as an original series in selected countries in Latin America. The series premieres as a Star Plus original. So, critical response. On Rotten Tomatoes, the series holds an approval rating of 100% with an average rating of 8.4 out of 10. Based on 15 credit reviews, the website's critics' consensus states the Big Leap's joyous celebration of life and love isn't remotely subtle, but with moves like this and charms to spare, why play coy? On Metacritic, it was a weighted average score of 73 out of 100 based on 10 critics indicating generally favorable reviews. Um, I'm not even going to go over the um, the ratings. I'm not going to go over it. That's not really something that I do. So um, that ain't really something I do, though, man. So, you know, overall with the big leap, which is one of my favorite TV shows that came out this year. Uh, it's it's basically lit and a masterpiece, man. And so is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, though, man. That's pretty much the latest shows that I ever watched so far. And speaking of lit, speaking of lit, before we even go to Pineapple Express, um, I need we need to talk about Step Brothers, which is one of my favorite films from the time I actually was in Florida. I actually watched it with a cousin of mine. Um, and um, Step Brothers and um, Pineapple Express, man. So I'm gonna go with Step Brothers as well. So hang on a second. Um, let me get a drink. Um, hold on, folks. All right. Um. <clears throat> okay. So, Step Brothers is a 2008 American comedy film directed by Adam McKay, produced by Jimmy Miller and Judd Apatow, and written by Will Farrell and McKay from a story by Farrell, McKay, and John C. Riley. Um, it follows Brennan and Dale, two grown men who are forced to live together as brothers after their single parents with whom they still live marry each other richard jenkins mary steen bergen adam scott and katherine hahn also co-star okay so this is starring 
This is starring Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Richard Jenkins, Mary Steen Bergen, Adam Scott, Karen Hall. Um, and of course, obviously, obviously the budget was $65 million in the box office and made $128.1 million, man. Yeah, the film was released by Sony Pictures, releasing on July 25th, 2008, two years after Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Both films featured the same main actors as well as the same producing and writing team. It grossed $128.1 million and received mixed reviews. Um, We're going to go to the reception. Um... We go to reception right there. So, the box office obviously, Step Brothers opened in 3,094 um, theaters and grossed $30.9 million. It grossed $100,468,793 domestically and $27,638,000. Eight hundred forty-nine internationally for a total of one hundred twenty-eight million one hundred seven thousand six hundred forty-two dollars. All right. Critical reception: Step Brothers received mixed reviews from critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of fifty-five percent based on two hundred five reviews with an average rating of 5.60 out of 10. The site's critical um, consensus reads, Step Brothers indulges in a cheerfully relentless um, immaturity that will quickly turn off viewers unamused by Farrell and Riley and delight those who find their antics hilarious. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 51 out of 100 based on 33 critics indicating uh, mixed or average reviews. Audiences surveyed by CinemaScore gave the film a grade on a scale of A to F. Roger Ebert gave the film 1.5 out of 4 stars. And stated, when did comedies get so mean? Step Brothers has a premise that might have produced a good time at the movies, but when I left, I felt a little unclean. Um, cultural and political reception. In the movie, Dale and Brennan make a video investment pitch to both Robert and Derek about investing in prestige worldwide. To do so, they shot a music video for a song titled Bolts and Holes. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> oh man, since the release of the film Bolts and Holes has contributed um contributed to the success of the movie with over one over a million hits on YouTube and merchandise that references the song. Politically, there was a political action committee known as the Bolts and Holes Pack. It was registered by Sean Noah Dewaki, 
with the Texas Ethics Commission in 2014. The Waukee's firm was hired by multiple Republicans in Texas, such as 48th Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's the fucking idiot who tried to, um, you know, do the whole voter suppression shit. Um, I told about it in my other show, um, Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast episodes ago. Um, Dan Patrick, um, who was running for lieutenant governor, and Donna Campbell, who was campaigning for state senator. The purpose of the pact was never shared and was criticized by Lisa Paul, who served as the Texas Democratic Party deputy communications director, who said Texas Republicans say they want to reach out to women to be more inclusive, but actions like this reinforce a pattern of disrespect. Their content towards women is simply unforgivable. The Catalina wine mixer mentioned in the film was not a real event that existed before or during the creation of the film. The event has since been created and hosted on Catalina Island on um, Descano Beach. Um, yeah, um, I'm not even sure about the whole thing, so let me see, yeah, anyway, man, anyway, man, so that was one of the funniest movies I ever watched, though, man, (laughs) yeah, man, I was like, yo, this shit, I'm like, when I first started watching that movie at first, man, I really thought that I was going to get, I thought at first I was going to be whack, but then it turned out to be so fucking hilarious. It had me laughing on the edge of my seat, man. You know, I was like, I was, I was actually, I was actually, um, I was actually, um, teary eyed. I was actually tea watering in my eyes, actually, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, man. I was like, yo, man, <laughs> let me not watch another fucking whack comedy movie, man. And this one wasn't even a whack comedy movie, man. I actually enjoyed that shit too, man. You know what I mean? All right. Um, let's see. Let's turn. Oh, okay. Um, Anyway, man, this has been interesting, actually. Um, let me see if there's any um, if there's any other movies I have to actually. Well, let's see if there's any more comedy movies for me to um actually review. Let's see. I'm sorry about that. Um, let me see. Oh wait, 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 wait. before I even review um. Before I review Pineapple Express, um, I need to take a look at um some of the movies that um let's take a look at some of them. I'm gonna take a look at some of the movies that um you know Will Ferrell did. Um so let me see. Uh let me see, let me see, let me see. I don't think I wanna um um let me see. I'm not even gonna do this one. Um, let's see. Okay, any other comedy movies? Okay, let me see if I can actually. Um, so 
<laughs> Actually, I did see Talladega Knights the battle of Ricky Ricky Bobby. That was cr- that was ridiculous, man. Um. Anyway, um, Talladega Nights: The Ballad of Ricky Bobby is a 2006 American sports comedy film directed by Adam McKay and starring Will Ferrell. Written by both McKay and Ferrell, other actors include John C. Riley, Sasha Baron Cohen, who <laughs> who's known for um Borat and other crazy ass movies, which I will review next year. Um, Gary Cole, uh, Michael Clark Duncan, um, the late great michael clark duncan um leslie bibb jane lynch and amy adams and appearances by signing Night live alumni nascar drivers jamie mcmurray and dale earnhardt jr have cameos as do broadcasting teams from nascar from on fox mike joy larry mcreynolds and darrell waltrip um and NASCAR on NBC. Um, Bill Weber, Wally Dallenbach Jr., and Benny Parsons. Uh obviously, yeah. Yeah, um, anyway, man. So the budget was like 72.5 million, and of course, the in the box office it did 163.4 million dollars actually. So, we go to the reception. So, the box office, the film grossed um, $47 million in its first week and was num- the number one film at the box office, which is the second largest opening for a film starring Will Ferrell behind Ferrell's Elf, which grossed $173 million. Um, I'm probably going to review that probably in um a Christmas episode, actually. So we'll see. Um, so the film grossed $148.2 million in the U.S. and Canada and $15.1 million in other territories for a total worldwide gross of $163 million. And um, critical response on Rotten Tomatoes, the film um, has an approval rating of 71%. Based on 188 reviews with an average rating of 6.51 out of 10, the site's critical consensus reads, in quote, though it occasionally stalls Talladega Nights' mix of satire, clever gags, and excellent assembled performances, put it squarely in the, win- the winner's circle. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 66 out of 100. Um, based on 33 critics indicating general, generally favorable reviews, audiences surveyed by um, Cinema Score gave the film a grade B on on scale of A plus to F. Um, Robert um, Keller of Variety um, wrote simultaneously, teasing and loving a subject doesn't make for easy comedy, but writer star Will Ferrell and um, director, um, co-writer Adam McKay, pull it off with um, good old boy, good nature in Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. 
Um, Kayla was surprised by the racing aspects of the film and praised McKay's direction and Oliver Wood cinematography, saying he gets the grit, heat, and feel of NASCAR racetracks with a near documentary sensibility. Owen Gleiberman of Entertainment Weekly found the film increasingly uneven as it progressed, but praised the racing sequences. The race are scorching shot, and they lend the movie a zest that was missing from Anchorman. Sherry Linden of The Hollywood Reporter wrote from its pitch-perfect title through just about every detail, this send-up of sports triumph movies maintains the right um parodic pitch if not always the highest um miles per hour on the last speedometer um british magazine total film gave it a perfect five star rating with the following verdict forget the recent blips pharaoh is back in freewheeling form more than just the year's funniest film talladega nights is one of the best films of the year automotive journalist leo um parente said the most accurate racing film ever trust me while emphasizing that he was not being sarcastic acclaimed filmmaker christopher nolan cited the film as a personal favorite his calling it great course promotional uh va supercars team protect motorsport incorporated the teledega knights logo into the paint scheme of the their ford falcon bas on for the 2006 sandown 500 and the 2006 um 1000 the supercars also feature Talladega Nights in a drive-in night event at Skyline Blacktown on August 2nd, 2018 to promote the upcoming race at Sydney Motorsport Park that weekend. Both Will and John C. Riley appeared at the 2006 Movie, Award, Movie Awards in June of that year in character to promote the film. The two presented the award to Best Comedic Performance. Um, okay, accolades. Um, this is for the Stinkers Bad Movie Award. God damn, why? That's crazy, man. <laughs> wow. So the worst title, um, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby won that one. The, uh, um, the Spencer, um, Breslin Award for the worst performance by a child in a feature role grayson russell houston tomlin <laughs> oh man <laughs> they both got nominations most annoying fake accents sasha baron cohen won that one and will ferrell got a nomination mtv movie awards best kiss will ferrell and sasha baron cohen um, Teen Choice Awards, August 26, 2007. Choice Comedy Movie After Will Ferrell, um, both won that one, too. Um, okay, I'm not even going to read the, 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 the whole, um, the whole, um, Blu-ray thing, man. So, I'm not even going to read that shit. Um, yeah, so, that was, um... That was um, 
that was telling they get nice step brothers and shit. Um, hold on for one minute as I take a sip, man. Let me just take a sip. Okay, um, okay, um, how much time I have here? Okay, we got 40 minutes, 40 minutes in here on the air. Um, hold my thought right here. Get rid of that. Um, okay. So, Pineapple Express, man, another favorite movie that I watched when I was, well, actually... I wasn't in Florida at the time. I was in New York when that when that movie when that I was I was in New York at the time when that movie came out. Though man, I wasn't in Florida. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't even get to look at the year because the crazy the crazy shit that I didn't even you know it's funny. Like you kind of lose track of time of of all the years of of when you when when I was in Florida for. Um, maybe six years or whatever. I I couldn't even keep track of how many movies I watched with my cousin, but you know, most of them were hilarious too, man. You know what I mean? And speaking of um hilarious, man, Pineapple Express is a 2008 American stoner comedy film directed by um David Gordon Green, written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, and starring um Rogen and James Franco. The plot senses on a process server and his marijuana dealer as they are forced to flee from hitmen and a corrupt police officer after witnessing them commit a murder. Producer Judd Apatel, who previously worked with Rogan and Goldberg on Knocked Up and Superbad, assisted in developing the story. Um, yeah. So, obviously, of course, um, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Gary Cole, Rosie Perez, and um, of course, Danny McBride. <laughs> Columbia Pictures released the film on August 6th, um, 2008, and it grossed 102 um, million worldwide on a $26 million budget. Wow. The film received generally positive reviews from critics and has since developed a cult following. What is this with? What is this? What is this with this cult following shit, man? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, folks. Hold on, man. I need to. I need to fill you guys in what that shit is about, though, man. Hold on. So. This is what a cult following is, man. And and this shit sounds bad too, man. Whenever you hear the word cult, it usually sounds something very bad, man. So a cult following refers to a group of fans who are highly dedicated to a piece of artwork in various media, often referred to as a cult classic. Like, I hate the phrase cult classic. It's kind of worse than clout, though, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man. Um, a film, book, musical artist, television series, or video game, among other things, is said to have a cult following when it has a small but very passionate fan base. A common component of cult followings is the emotional attachment um, the fans have to the object of the cult following, often identifying themselves and other fans as members of a community. Cult followings are also commonly associated with niche uh, markets. Cult media are often uh, associated with um, underground culture and are considered to eccentric or subversive to be appreciated by the general public or to be commercially successful. Um, many cult fans um, express their devotion with a level of irony and describing entertainment that falls under this realm and that something is so bad, it's so good. Sometimes the, these cult followings across the border to camp followings. Wait, what? Camp followings? Okay. Camp is an aesthetic style and sensibility that regards um, something as appealing because of its bad taste and ironic value. Camp aesthetics disrupts um, of many of modernism's notions of what art is and what can be classified as high art by inverting aesthetic attributes such as beauty, value, and taste through an invitation of a different kind of apprehension and consumption. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, camp is also a social practice and function as a style and performance identity um, for several types of entertainment, including film, cabaret, and pantomime. Oh my gosh. Oh Lord. Okay. Pantomime is a type of musical comedy stage production designed for family entertainment. It was developed in England and is performed throughout the United Kingdom, Ireland, and in other English-speaking um, countries, especially during the Christmas and New Year season. Modern pantomime includes songs, gags, slapstick, comedy, and dancing. It employs gender-crossing actors and combines typical humor with a story um, more or less based on a well-known fairy tale, fable, or folktale. Um, pantomime is a participatory form of theater in which the audience is encouraged and expected to sing along with certain parts of the music and shout out phrases to the performers. Um, pantomime has a long theatrical history in the Western culture dating back to classical theater. It developed partly from the 16th century um, commedia um, dell'arte tradition of Italy and other European and British stage traditions such as 17th century um, mosque and music hall. An important part of the 
pantomime until the late 19th century was the Holy Quinade. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Outside Britain, the word pantomime is often um, understood to mean miming rather than the music form of described here. Oh boy. This is crazy, man. This is crazy, man. And I'm not even going to have time to do all this extra shit, too, man. Hold on. How much time I have here? Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I can actually get into this whole shit, though, man. All right. Harley Quinnade is a British comic theatrical genre defined by the Oxford English Dictionary as the that part of the pantomime in which the Harley Quinn and clown play the principal parts it developed in england between the 17th and mid 19th centuries um it it developed in england between the 17th and mid 19th centuries it was originally a slapstick adaptation or variant of the com media um their arte um which originated in italy and reached its um apogee there in the 16th and 17th centuries the story of the holly quinade revolves around a common incident in the lives of its five main characters holly quinn who loves um columbine columbine's um greedy and foolish father um patinum who tries to separate the lovers in the league with the mischief, mischievous clown and the servant um, parrot, usually involving chaotic chase scenes with a bumbling policeman. I ain't going to read all this shit, though, man. Let me just get back to... um. Let me just get back to the whole fucking... Um, this is... Uh, I have a problem with the idea that you actually call this shit a cult following, man. Like, why are you calling a fucking movie a fucking cult following? This is so fucking annoying, man. And you want to... Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh, man. Cult following? I don't know why people made up this this fucking shit, man. This is so... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, man. Let me just continue where I left off here, man. This is so fucking ridiculous, man. The reason why I have a problem with the whole idea that you would actually call it a cult, a cult film or cult following, whatever the shit you want to fucking call this, is because the word cult is a negative the word cult is a negative connotation to actually describe a fucking movie or any tv shows whatsoever like stop calling it a fucking cult following like come on like you gotta be fucking you gotta be a fucking idiot to actually call that call it that man And this is just beyond ridiculous, man. And 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 can we just flush the word cult following in the damn fucking um potty for a second? What is going on the hole? <laughs>
Okay. So we are going to go to the reception of Pineapple Express, which is on the review aggregator. Rotten Tomatoes, Pineapple Express holds an approval rating of 68% based on 205 reviews and an average rating of 6.30 out of 10. The, the site's critical consensus reads, both funny and scattershot, this loose-knit, action buddy stoner comedy bridges genres and keeps a steady tempo of low ball laughs on metacritic the film has a weighted average score of 64 out of 100 based on 37 critics indicating generally favorable reviews audiences polled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of b plus on an a plus to f scale Michael Phillips of the Chicago Tribune praised the film's script, noting that it um, recalls what made Superbad worth seeing, the side-winding conversational riffs, the why am I laughing wordplay. <laughs> However, he, he was critical of the second half of the film and felt that the violence in contrast to the comedy of the first half was jarring and gratuitous. Um, Kelly Vance of East Bay Express enjoyed um, Frankel's performance, stating that he steals the movie easily as well as the authenticity of the film's sets. Um, let's see. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, let me see. So we have a soundtrack. Okay. So, um, so the original motion picture soundtrack to the film was released on August 5th, 2008. Although featured in the trailer for the film, the song Paper Planes by MIA is not used in the film or on its soundtrack. Following the trailer's release, Paper Planes gained massive airplay and reached the top five on the Billboard Hot 100 singles charts. Also featured in the film, but absent from the soundtrack album are Grace Jones, Sly, and Robbie produced cover of Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, the former of which can be found on her 1998 compilation, Private Life, The Compass Point Sessions. The Pineapple Express by Huey Lewis and the, and the News. Um, Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant, not the Green Dumb. <laughs> Green Dumb by Cypress Hill. <laughs> Lost at Birth by Public Enemy. Poisoned by Belle Biv DeVoe. Wanted, Dread, and Alive by Peter Tosh. Don't Look Around by Mountain. Pineapple Chase, a.k.a. the the, 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 the reprise of The Phoenix by Graham Revell. Birds Lament by Moondog. <laughs> and the London Saxophonic. Coconut Girl by Brother Nolan. Um, Arthur Lyman. Um... High Lord by Arthur Lyman, Ty Will Tell by Bob Marley, The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony, 
um, Pineapple Fight, aka The Nemesis Proclaimed by Graham Lavelle. Lavelle, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to hurt you by spiritual lies. <laughs> um, everybody have fun tonight by Wang Chung. <laughs> oh man. So um due to the film's financial success and co-following Rogan, Goldberg, and Apatow were interested in producing the second film. The project never came to fruition, which Rogan's saying, I think we probably wanted too much money. Um, Apatow had placed the necessary cost of a sequel at 50 million with Sony capping at capping it at 45 million. In order to promote Rogan's 2013 film, This Is the End, which is which also starred Franco Robertson and McBride, um, Sony released a fake trailer for Pineapple Express 2 as an April Fool's Day prank, according to Rogan and Goldberg. The Homemade Pineapple Express 2 film in This Is The End depicts what they envisioned for the actual sequel. After the 2014 Sony hack, emails were leaked confirming the budget disagreement. Rogan also confirmed this in a 2020 interview. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. Um. It would have been interesting, man, to see a Pineapple Express um, sequel. Um, but then this is the end. I, I didn't even know. I didn't even. Well, actually, I I seen the trailer for the movie, but I didn't never. I never got into it though, man. You know what I mean? Um. Um. Hang on a minute, man. Let me just take a drink. All right. Um, I think I'm going to wrap up this this episode 38. <laughs> this has been like a little bit of a hilarious humor episode, actually. Um, you know, I didn't think this episode was going to be a little bit hilarious and shit, though, man. And you know, um, you know, I wanted you guys to hear me out on this fucking issue that I have with the whole thing with the cult following and all the other shit, man. Like, yo, man, seriously? Like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> um, I'm about to ask a few people, man. Like, I'm about to ask a few people, you know what I'm saying, who watches movies and shit like that. Like, what, you know, what makes a fucking movie or a TV show a cult following? That's what I have a problem with, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Because when you call it a cult, when you hear the word cult, it means something. It means something bad is happening. Like you know, a group of people in a cult that actually do some bad shit, though, man. Like this is not something I actually would actually um, you know, tolerate and shit, though, man. I don't know, man. But you know, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, man, um, like I said, man, you know, I really hope you guys um enjoyed today's show. Hold on a minute. Let me just make sure that I actually put myself back on the screen. 
Anyway, man, yo, listen, I do appreciate every single one of you who actually got a chance to um, listen to the episodes. If you like what you heard in today's episode 38 and you missed any previous episodes whatsoever, I got you back, though, man, especially on the streaming platforms. And, of course, you could go show some love by my cash app by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is GMoneyStacks555. That's dollar sign G money stacks five fifty five. That's G dollar sign G M O N E Y S T A C K Z five fifty five. Um. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank, folks. It's all about um doing what you can on whatever amount you are comfortable doing. All right. Um. I don't want you to. I don't want you to get stressed out and overwhelmed on thinking you need a lot of money to actually you know support a a person and the show um you know what i'm saying um all right so um before i even go to the streaming platforms on the go um make sure you follow meticulous vodges podcast on instagram alongside with my um other um show excellent fun vibrant podcast which i will try to record that tomorrow after i come back from work since i'm not going to be working on saturday and shit so you know what i'm saying because saturday i'm going to be uploading I'm going to be doing some uploading and stuff like that. So that gives me a chance for me to not just rest, but you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, and there you have it right there. Um, and also make sure you follow me and the, and my other show, of course, off the meat rat chains, New York podcast, which is on Facebook and Instagram course. And, and my primary handle, which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Um, also, make sure you follow me on 17 Live, which is G Money Stacks on Queens, New York as well. So there you have it. Um, now I am going to now I'm going to actually um go to um did I even make this? Hold on a minute, man. Now we go to. Dream choices on the go right here, man. I had to create this one for right here on this show, not just for my first show, but, you know, you want to um, make sure you get into the streaming platforms and stuff. That's very important. And also, before I even go into the streaming platforms on the go, man, it's very important that you turn your notifications on Instagram for everybody that's following me and the show pages. Make sure you turn your in Make sure you turn on your notifications because you never know when I might go in the air on on certain days. But let me remind people, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast is on Mondays and Tuesdays, 6 p.m. and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Um, I'm sorry for being a little late. Um, I had to get a little something to eat. And actually, actually, um, managed to warm up um some sausages and some fries and stuff because I didn't think you could eat. I didn't think you eat sausages for dinner, besides breakfast. So you know what I mean. So I just did what I had to do. Anyway, man. <clears throat> anyway, um, um, 
that's meticulous Rogers podcast schedule. Um, so off the meat rat chains, New York podcast is on Wednesdays and Thursdays at 6 PM and Saturdays at 10 PM. And of course, excellent, fun, vibrant podcast, the sports edition show, which is on Sundays at six. I I actually, um, might add a day for that particular sports podcast, which is Saturdays of next year. So, um, so Meticulous Vargas podcast is going to return on January 4th, which is uh, my birthday. And, and Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast is going to return January 5th. Excellent, fun, vibrant podcast. The Sports Edition show will actually make its return. And, and, and it's still going to be on Sundays. I'm just adding Saturday to it. So Saturdays and Sundays and stuff on Saturdays at 8. And, and um, Sundays at 6. So there you go right there. So um, now I can go to streaming platforms on the go for um, the show right here. So you could listen to the Meticulous Rogers podcast review show episodes on Anchor, Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music, Breaker, CastBox, FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podcast, no, excuse me, Pod Friend, Podcast Addict, Podorama, Podopolo, Podcast Index, which was already, which is um, the new addition to the streaming platform that I just add the shows to. Um, you have Pod Chaser. Make sure you um, leave a five star rating on Pod Chaser and Pod Friend. Also, if you have an Android and you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can also download um, the Podcast Tracker app, which is actually similar to Apple Podcasts and stuff. So, you know what I mean? You'll be able to type in the name of the shows, the name of the podcast that you want to listen to and stuff like that. You know, all that's going to be featured in there. So, you know what I'm saying? Um. Anyway, so we are on Reason FM. We are also on... Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, plus Alexa, um, Google Podcasts. And don't forget to listen to the review show, Meticulous Vajus Podcast episodes on Radio Public. We are on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcast. And last but not least, the YouTube. What are you waiting for? Go grab the subscribe button on the meticulous virtues podcast youtube channel page alongside with enabling alerts with the with the notification bell make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the topics in the episodes stay tuned from for more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes that was already recorded it will automatically be uploaded and posted to the youtube meticulous virtues podcast youtube channel page Make sure you download your favorite episodes alongside with um share the share the videos, share the episodes, um, tell a friend to another friend, and make sure you um share the podcast along with audio streaming platforms with the link that says link tree slash um meticulous virtues podcast. 
with your friends. It's very important um, that you um, click the link um, and it'll take you to the audio streaming platforms where you can listen to audio episodes. And if you want to listen to um, video episodes, which is YouTube, of course, um, I'm in charge of the of three YouTube channels already. So that's pretty, that's pretty awesome myself. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, so there you have it right there, man. So, um, make sure you reach out to your loved ones, your, your wives, your husbands, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your friends and stuff like that. Those individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they are not. So, they might be going through something very traumatic, nightmarish, nightmarish shit. Um, they might be going through um something, some turmoil of like inappropriate acts, molestations, rape, um, bad days of bullying and all that other stuff. So you don't have to necessarily wait for um mental health awareness or mental health day every year to actually reach out to people because um it's 365 days in the year you can't always put a time frame and you know prepare for everything um you can't really prepare for everything you know what i'm saying you really can't also um also um you know don't worry about the um the right time to reach out to people you just go with your mind your soul your heart and your instincts because common sense is not always fucking common okay um so there you there you have it right there and you know like i always say at the end of the show um for free game on how to start a podcast of course um um if you have a dream of being a podcaster and you will and you would like to create um a podcast show like I'm doing right now with three shows underneath from my belt, um there's some important things that you need. Um first and foremost, you need headphones. You also need a microphone. And look, it don't have to be anything too expensive, all right? It could be something simple. Um, it could be a, it could be a Yeti microphone. It could be it could be an Alvoxcon microphone that I'm using, which I bought from um, Target. Um, and also, also, um, I want to remind new podcasters that's creating a show. Man, it's not about podcasting. Is not about um, pleasing the people and the listeners and and the watchers on YouTube. That actually is, um, you know, you know, listening and tuning in and stuff. It's not about that. Podcasting is about uh, what you think about the topics, as far as like your, as far as like your thoughts and talks, opinions and facts. Um, and if you, um. Also, you need a laptop or a computer so you can do your live streams and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. And if you have a, if you are creating a unique name of the show, you um, want to make sure it's something that nobody has ever heard before. Um, you want to be able to um, 
you want to be awesome as a podcaster, like being creative, being able to, um, you know, know that um, whatever you create um, means that you are the owner. Ownership and um, creative control is very important. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, also, um, what you want to do, what you want to do is um, um, use StreamYard. I'm recommending that software um, because it's something that I use for my um, my YouTube live streams of recording podcast episodes and stuff. So basically, it's a program where it gives you creation tools to um, make banners of talking points, especially, you know, creating your own brand. And, you know, you you see the name of the show right here, which is, um, of course, um, this the banner scrolling across your screen with the social media handles. Of course, you could put your websites of your businesses as far as, like, if it's closed... It could be clothing. It could be a clothing line. It could be coexist gaming. It could be, it could be you know sneakers and all the other stuff on there. And of course, you could create segments on there and your own brand. And as you can see, this is the name of the show right here. You can see it on the screen. Um, and also, um, the, the another another feature is that you can. In, you could um send invite links to people and you are able to do um 20 hour live streams which is a lot i don't usually do a lot but you know because i'm podcast host and stuff i gotta give y'all um what you want to see and stuff so you know what i'm saying um also um you know what i mean and this is the free version and stuff. So you don't got to worry about paying any money and shit. So that's why I'm using the free version. Um, also, what you want to do is make sure that because and I and I say StreamYard because, you know, the audio is very clear compared to compared to Zoom because, you know, everybody has issues with zoom and shit as far as the audio quality and stuff so that's why i got introduced to Streamyard. so you know what i'm saying um i want to mention that you can invite up to six people in the free version but when you when you um upgrade um you gotta pay in order for you to do um to invite more than six people. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, also, um, as far as free game is when it comes to, um, anchor anchor is the anchor is the, um, it's the phone app and hosting site that I use to put my episodes out there. When it comes to putting out episodes, you want to put up, it's important that you put out the, um, your first episode, or more and in order for you to activate the rss feed and basically what that is is basically a link to your email address and the name of the show 
to stream platforms and stuff like that. I'll be glad to actually um, help you guys in case you are having trouble on how to, you know, you know, you know, setting up how to how to start a podcast and how to, you know, do all that stuff. So I'm. Um, you guys are more welcome to hit me up on Instagram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York. If you have any any questions, you want some pointers on how to do stuff with your podcast as far as like trying to get into streaming platforms, I'm willing to actually do that. You know what I'm saying? I'll guide you and stuff. And you and and basically you just handle the rest. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah. Um, don't worry about the haters as far as like the, the people who are not really supportive as far as your parents or anything like that. Um, you don't want to do that because um, at the same time, you just don't you, you, you don't want all that stress, man. You know what I'm saying? You picture the haters as um, food like pound cake and 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 um, of course, cheesecake and whatever and stuff. So you want to eat them up like this. And yeah, man, that's going to do it for me. Um, That's going to do it for me. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening and rocking with me. Um, Thank you for tuning in to the episodes and stuff like that. Um... I will be recording um, a Christmas episode for Matilda's Vajus podcast tomorrow. Hopefully, when I get back from work, depending on how much energy I have, I don't. I'm not sure if I'm going to be recording on Christmas Day, so that's not really going to happen because I want to have something to post for Saturday. So I have to make sure I record tomorrow. So, so you know what I'm saying. Um. So, anyway, man, that's going to do it for me, man. Um, make sure you be careful out there, cover yourself up, be mindful of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And if you have any symptoms or any sickness or whatever and stuff like that, please make sure you, um, you, you physically distance yourself with, um, away from people with that crazy disease and stuff like that though, man, you know what I'm saying? I don't, and and don't worry about the conspiracy theories who make up funny baloney ass stories and shit that don't have the facts that don't know how to be educated on vaccines and shit though, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, you just want to make sure that um, you do um, you. You do you, man. That's what fucking matters here, man. Not conspiracy theorist. Um, anyway, man. <clears throat> anyway, man, I'm out of here, man. G Money Stacks is signing off and clocking off. You know what I mean? I'm clocking out of this shit. So, peace and one love, and have a good night.